Goals are discovered, not made. Richard Foster. Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Retirement Ship Podcast, where we're continuing on our train of thought with the Victoria Cycle. We talked a lot about last time about creating a vision, goals, and targets. And I want to give you some examples of each, especially for those who may be unfamiliar with the process or creating these types of goals and targets and visions. Really like that quote by Richard Foster that goals are discovered, not made. I think a lot of times people abandon goal setting and goal making processes because they pick a goal and then they fail to achieve it. And so maybe they try again and they fail again or they decide I didn't really want to do that anyways or whatever the reason is and they give up on goal setting altogether. I think part of it is because we think we can just make a goal, just set a goal and then achieve it. But really goals are not made they're discovered. We discover through an iterative process, right? Through creating goals and then deciding if we want to continue with them and achieving some and, and abandoning others, what goals and targets and visions are actually important to us. And so you're not going to get this right the first time. You're not going to perfectly create a vision for your life that then you're going to follow for the rest of your life. You're not going to create a bunch of goals, you know, 20 goals and complete them all right away. This is going to be something that takes time and that you iterate on over time. And the other thing that I think keeps a lot of people back is even though we're going to cover goals and visions in all seven life domains here, you don't need to have one in every single domain. You don't need to have a vision statement, a 10-year vision, a target, and a goal or two for every single domain from the beginning. Pick a few domains and a few goals that you want to achieve and start there. And then as you settle into the process and it starts to make sense and you're executing it over the different frameworks and and timeframes, you can do more. You can add more onto it. So even though I have a lot, I didn't start with a lot and I've added to it as we go. So I want to give you examples today of what some of these might look like. Again, you can steal, copy, uh, amend, uh, abandon, whatever you want to do with these, but maybe it'll be helpful in giving you a framework for how to set your own vision, goals, and targets. So I'm going to go one domain at a time and give you uh, the vision statement I have for all of them and then some different goals and targets and visions that I've had Uh, over time and that I'm going forward into the new year with uh, just a little bit of, I'm not going to go through all of them because it would take too long, but just to give you a flavor of what this might look like. So in the spiritual domain for me, my vision statement is this, I'm a loved son of God. I enjoy a thriving relationship with Jesus Christ and I crave time with him. He gives me abundant life, joy, and victory. And I speak to him every day, reading, reciting, and meditating on his word, enjoying him. That's my vision statement for my spiritual life. I uh, reflect back on it weekly and it gives me just a framework, a mindset of how I want my spiritual life to look like. And then I have, I don't have a 10 year vision for my spiritual life because I don't think it takes that long to develop a spiritual life that you uh, want to live. It's more of an ongoing thing. But I do want to dispel a myth right away that some people have that you shouldn't have goals for your relationships, that your spiritual life, your relationships with your spouse, kids should flow naturally and it shouldn't be boxes to be checked, uh, but just relationships that you enjoy. And I don't believe that. I think that in the busyness of life with all of our competing priorities, that to have some 
goals, some things that we're striving to specifically in regard to those relationships helps the ultimate goal of close relationships. And again, close relationships are great, but it's hard to measure that. Not that you need to be measuring all your relationships, but I think having a few measurable elements supports and can grow the deeper goal, the deeper desire of having close relationships. And so I still think it's important to have those. So for example, for 2021, uh, I had a, an annual target of reading 12 different spiritual books, uh, which I did. Uh, another one was to read through the Bible or listen through the Bible in a year, which I am about to finish off here uh, this year and did that through the Daily Audio Bible, the One Year Daily Audio Bible podcast. Uh, so that was some of my targets for 2021. For 2022, uh, in quarter one here in these first 12 weeks, I want to uh, memorize the book of James or finish doing it. I have half of it memorized already. And I want to read three more books uh, about spirituality, about God, about uh, and along those lines, just to help grow my knowledge and perspective. And uh, then, of course, I have plans and habits around spending the first uh, time right after I wake up uh, in the Word, reading, reciting, praying, some of those things. So I have some just habits that I've developed over time that I want to continue, but a few goals as well that I think support that vision of of having a thriving relationship with with Jesus and, and craving time with Him and and receiving that abundant life, joy, and victory that He gives me when I am consistent in these things. And so that's just a, a little bit of of the vision and goals that I have for my spiritual domain, for uh, the relationship, uh, relational domain. My vision statement is, I'm a faithful husband, father, and friend. I pursue my wife daily, deepening in joyful friendship and intimacy. I crave and cherish her and support her flourishing. She is my best friend. I am fully devoted to my daughters. I invest precious time with them each day, loving and discipling them in Christ and in life. And I live with my brothers. We encourage, exhort, and support one another. And so that vision statement for me has got that overarching uh, framework. I'm a faithful husband, father, and friend. Uh, and faithful to me means a lot of things, which I'm not going to get into. But uh, by kind of separating those out into my role as husband, uh, to my role as father, and to my role as friends, and continue to build that community, and then kind of a, a statement for each of those. And so that's my... Uh, vision statement for my relational aspects. A couple of goals that I have uh, this uh, quarter here is I want to read two books on marriage, and we want to get back to more intentional dates. We've always kind of had Wednesday as our date night, but it's gotten away from us a little bit. We've gotten a little sloppy on planning them and on making them, you know, just intentional. We got young kids, so you know, it becomes a distraction. And we can make excuses, but we don't want to. And so we want to get back to 12 intentional date nights in this coming quarter. So that's just a couple goals there. Uh, we have got some targets for the year, too. We want to do six retreats. Uh, it's important for us to get away together you know, without the kids. Uh, we did that last year, six of them. It was great. So we're going to do that again this year. That's a 2022 target because they don't always work out perfectly to do X amount per quarter. right? And so that's not a quarterly goal for us. It's a target. But by keeping that front and center, I make sure to plan those. <clears throat> Again, I don't have a 10-year vision for my marriage because my marriage is already really great. I've spent a lot of time cultivating it already. And just 
the ongoing acts of focusing on each other on having date night and doing fun things on the weekends together on reading marriage books and continue to build that mindset of focus on my marriage uh, is created already. And I think will maintain the marriage that I want to have. Um, I probably should have a few more goals in there regarding group, but I have some habits regarding my, uh, the other parts of relationship as a, as a father and as a friend. So I got a Thursday night group that I'm a part of that I go to every week uh, with a group of guys that we live life together. And, and, uh, I spend time with my kids every day after work. Um, so there's some habits there that are supporting those parts of my vision. So I don't have goals for those, but we'll continue to maintain those, those habits for the mental domain. This for me is a lot of, uh, putting stuff into my mind that helps support me. So you have mental health, right? Which is becoming a much bigger topic, which is great. And I think like physical health, you know, a lot of times it's kind of emphasized as the absence of disease, which is great, but then you can take physical health in a positive direction as well. Right. And so you can be, you can just have no diseases, but not be that strong or fast or energetic, but then you can continue to make that positive by doing activities that make you stronger. And I think in the same way, mental health, right? The absence of any mental issues is very important, but I think that you can also take that in a positive direction and build grit and mental toughness in some of these other areas. So my vision statement for my mental domain is I am wise. I'm reading books weekly to grow in knowledge, wisdom, and belief and strength my mindset. And I am being mentored and belong to a mastermind. And so I want to learn from all kinds of different people, from authors, uh, researchers, uh, a discipler that I have and, uh, being a part of a mastermind to, to grow that. Some goals that I have, uh, for this coming week is to, or coming quarter is to read, uh, 13 books. I want to finish a Victoria Cycle website. One of my goals for last year was to launch the Victorious Planner and to do some of these things, which I'm achieving here at the end of the year. And so make some of those for the last few years. I've had a goal to read 52 books in a year uh, or consume. I listen to most of them. I read a few. Um, and so we'll continue that again this coming year. And uh, so they're just for the, that one again, even mental, there's less about a 10 year vision because I already have a good mindset. I just want to continue that and continue to build on that. And it doesn't go away. Um, you know, it's kind of like going to church for anyone who does that. Like you don't learn something new every time you go to church, but reinforcing those truths, those beliefs are important. And I think in the same way with your mental health and uh, with your mental growth, it's important just to continue to have positive reinforcement of those things. And so to me, a lot of that reading and reflecting uh, builds that for me. For my physical domain, my vision statement is I'm strong and energetic. I exercise each day and feed my body with nutritious and delicious fuel. Strength is important to me. I think many people don't do any resistance training, don't try to build any strength, but it really is. And if you look at some of the research, it's really less for me about uh, looking good or being able to lift a lot of weight, but what being strong does is when you have good muscle strength, it's easier to do everything else, 
right? And so, so if you build your muscles and your strength, it's not so much that you can just lift more weight, which is actually not that practical in real life, right? But that the weight that you need to lift is easier to do. And it requires less energy from your body to do the same thing. So getting out of a chair, like standing up requires less energy when you're strong than it does when you're weak. Uh, picking up my kids requires less energy when I'm strong than when I'm weak. And so I have a lot of, you know, the strong part and, and to be energetic, to have the energy to do all the things I want to do, to focus on my family. There's just a lot of things in there. You know, when you when I'm not eating nutritious food, when I'm eating just garbage and it affects my my body and my energy and when I'm not working out, when I'm not building that strength, you know, the, the physical vicious cycle is very easy to see. And so to create a victorious cycle, you know, to be strong and energetic, that that really encompasses, right, building that strength, which requires a lot of habits and a plan to do that. And then to be energetic is both to have that strength to make everything easier and to be eating well so that I'm not stuffing myself up and, and being sluggish uh, based on what I eat. And so I have got, I should be able to reach my final what I want to be by the end of this year. So I have some 2022 targets in terms of different strength benchmarks that I want to hit just with bench press, squat, deadlift, pull-ups, and then a body fat percentage that I want to be at. And so then with my Q1 goals for this year is, again, an incremental step towards that. And so for each of those areas, I've got a certain goal that I want to hit. uh, And then I've got you know, in order to execute those goals and that vision, I've got a plan and habits and whatnot, which we'll talk more about executing and next uh, in this coming episode on on planning and execution. Um, but those are are some of the goals that I have around my physical domain. For the vocational domain, this I think is where it becomes more obvious that all of these areas are important. So. We'll talk a little bit about this. My vision for my vocational life, obviously, you know, I'm a financial planner. And so my vision is I am a fee-only fiduciary certified financial planner. I work with people over age 50 in comprehensive retirement planning so that they can retire successfully and stay successfully retired. I focus on comprehensive strategies and behavioral counseling. So I had a 10-year vision uh, several years ago, I think four years ago now, that has evolved a little bit, but it includes a lot of things that I've been working toward. And so I started off with an insurance-based broker-dealer, insurance-based advisory firm. Uh, So there's quotas and um, certain things you had to do, which we didn't care for. And so I created this vision of what I wanted my business to look like. And I'm not going to go into all of it because it's actually fairly specific and extensive and has changed a little bit. but it, it revolved around being, you know, independent, client-centered, uh, and not having any any conflicts of interest. And we've been making steady progress toward that. So, for example, you know, getting my CFP, becoming a certified financial planner, so that you have the expertise necessary to work with people. Uh, leaving the insurance-based firm, going to an independent broker dealer, and then ultimately uh, leaving the broker dealer space to launch uh, a registered investment advisor so that we could be fully feeling fully independent and be able to just serve clients directly, you know, focusing more on that specific market that I want of, of helping 
people who are trying to retire and who are retired to do it successfully. Then, and so we've been making steps over these years that have been hitting these different targets and goals that have set to move ourselves further towards that. And there's some other things we want to do to, to build more towards that, that eventual 10 year vision of what I want the firm to look like. And so that's been going pretty well. And so having that 10 year vision, I'm still kind of operating on that. So it's not 10 years out from now, it's 10 years out from four years ago. Um, just kind of a six year vision right now. It's adapted a little bit, right? As we've, as we've changed and whatnot, but I have that and that's kind of that guiding. And then each year I kind of set some, some annual targets for the year, but mostly it's the quarterly goals. And so what we're trying to do each quarter to move towards that long-term vision. And so I have a bunch of them, tons of different metrics, uh, lead indicators and lag indicators. So, you know, things that I need to do that I have direct control over in terms of how I spend my time and the things that I work on. And then results that you have less control over, right? But if you do the things that you can do, what are those results, goals that I'm trying to, to make? So I have a lot of different ones, um, which I won't share on here just for time's sake. But vocational really is a great, the best domain probably to really have that 10-year vision, three-year targets, annual targets maybe even, and especially breaking that down into quarterly goals and having that rhythm, which again, we'll, we'll talk about more in the next episode on planning and execution. Uh, but like one of my goals for this coming uh, year, for example, is to... Uh, complete a draft of a book that I'm writing. And so I really want to get that done this quarter, finish that off. Uh, one of the other things, you know, one of the other ways that because we want it to be a comprehensive firm that helps clients in all areas, we added tax, right? So I got my enrolled agent. That was one of my targets before that I've already achieved. And, and, you know, so we've added tax preparation as well, just to be full service. And so we have, you know, I have goals around increasing the amount of tax returns that we're doing this year to, to, better serve our clients and just things like that. And so in, in your work, depending on where you work, the industry, how much autonomy you have versus how much you're just being told what to do. This really is the domain of life where all these things come into play. And it's been working really well for me over the last few years. I've, I've made huge steps. And again, when you take some time, which I like to do at the end of the year and over Thanksgiving and just to have gratitude for how far you've come and to see what you've achieved. It's again, it's easy to get caught up in the, in the current, you know, where we're at now and all the problems we have, but to take some time and look back and see, okay, look how far I've come towards that ultimate vision and how that vision has been refined. And, and some things have happened that I didn't even think would happen as fast as they did. Other things haven't happened as fast as I would like, but it's truly I think adds a lot of meaning to the work that I do to have this vision that I'm working toward. And you have to start somewhere. And so maybe part of your vision is to be in a completely different industry because you don't like the work that you're doing or you don't think it's morally good or whatever reason. You know, maybe perhaps your vision is to be in a, in a completely different industry. So then how do we get there? What steps do we need to take? What, what do we need to learn? What skills do we need to, to, to take on? Uh, where do we need to move? Whatever it is, right? Breaking those down into start beginning with the end in mind and working your way backwards towards how do we get there? Uh, the vocational life, the vocational domain is a great domain to work all these elements into it. In the financial domain, uh, our vision is I'm 
disciplined and free. Our finances are tool. We are peace about them. We remain faithful and tithe. So not a lot there right now. A lot of my, especially with building a business and being more of, of an entrepreneur, um, and, and trying to do that. Most of my efforts are kind of on that side. And, and so in the meantime, you know, just trying to live faithfully on, on what we're, bringing home on the personal side, living within our means, you know, consistently saving, consistently tithing, uh, and then just living on the rest uh, is really all we have right now for for our financial vision and, and goals. Um, some of those things will change as the business grows. Uh, but for now, that's that's all we have. This is obviously a great place to have, you know, maybe if you have a vision about where you want it to be and, and debts getting in the way or, you know, whatever else, uh, financial really is a great spot to, again, have a vision of where you want to be and to have targets and goals and milestones to get there. And so that's another great one. We don't have a lot right now just because where we're already at, um, but a, a great place to go. And then for recreational, my vision statement is I am joyful, I rest and recharge weekly, and I'm intentional with my leisure and fun. And so I have just goals around uh, listening to fiction books. I really enjoy doing that, trying to do more of that and less of TV. Uh, I've got a couple other hobbies that I enjoy doing, but that takes some time and attention. Uh, it's not as easy as just sitting down and, and getting on the phone. I've got a few goals in terms of what I don't want to do and, you know, some restrictions on my phone that keep me from wasting a bunch of time on there um, and on my computers and whatnot as well. So I've got a bunch of habits and boundaries and stuff in place to try to help my recreational vision of being just full of joy of being rested and not constantly burnt out and to just be more intentional with what I'm trying to do. So as you can see with all those domains, some of them will be all out, you know, 10 year vision, vision statement, targets, goals. I think vocational is probably the biggest one for that. For a lot of people it can be, you know, if, if you're far away from the health that you want to have from the physical uh, domain that you want to be in, you know, maybe it'll be more in that domain than for those who have kind of already reached it and it's maintenance, right? It's a lot harder to get somewhere than it is to maintain that place. And so with, with finances or physical, you know, health, there can be a lot of that in those domains as well, depending on where you're at. So pick a few domains to begin with, you know, what do we want? I think it's good to have a, a vision statement for all of them. And to kind of live again out of that identity, but to have a few of them that you then also have a vision that you're trying to get to targets and goals to support that. If you go probably too hard right away, if you've never done this and you decide to create huge visions and 40 goals for each one and, and all this, um, it might be too much too soon, but to start some things and then build on them is critical. And so we'll cover in this weekly episode two is coming out how to plan and execute that, how to make those visions and goals and targets a reality and, and what's the framework that we can use to do that. So stay tuned for that. But we want to give this just short, not short, I guess, but this bonus episode, give you some examples of what vision statements, vision, 10-year visions, targets, and goals might look like. So hopefully this has been helpful to you. If it has been, you can also go to, again, retirementship.com slash 46. It'll bring you to the episode for this week. And there's a link in there to download a template of that will allow you to, you know, a fillable template or a printable one to give you a framework for, for writing these things out. You can obviously just do it on your own, but if you want somewhere to start, that'd be a good place. Look forward to seeing you later this week on our Thursday episode. 
on planning and execution. Until then, have a great week. Okay.